Hey, good morning. Welcome to Pods and Perk, Appleton Podcast Co-op's morning show. We're, we're talking <laughs> morning about show. jobs and getting fired and anniversaries. anniversaries and, and the new people of the co-op. Uh, I'm David, but I'm talking to a newbie to the Tom co-op. Thorne. Tom Thorne. Tom Thorne. Are you actually going to record this and use it for something? Yeah. Okay. I have, <laughs> this is going to the APC Presents. So it was, oh boy. it was the podcast that I was doing as like an interview show of other podcasters. And then oh, okay. I just did one season and then ran out of time. And okay. So I was just like, I'm just going to record our meetings. There you and go make them interpersonal and if i want to drop more interviews and in there later i can maybe somebody says something funny and probably not yes maybe someone <laughs> i'll try will really really something. hard and cue 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 the funny all right that's how it works right there every comedian loves if you're to a comedian yeah point and say <laughs> tell a joke tell a joke um do a tight five come on um but yeah so uh, if if this is officially going out there i'm new getting started with a show called smokescreen mm-hmm. um it's kind of a long-winded uh, story, but essentially a buddy and I, Tony, had been talking about pipes, corncob pipes, and he found a hand-carved pipe somewhere, yeah. and he he was quite interested in buying it, but he was not interested in smoking it at all. So I bought a corncob pipe as a joke, yeah. went over there one day and said, hey, let's fire up these pipes with some you know typical apple wood, yeah. whatever, bacon-flavored... <laughs> Uh, tobacco but so as we sat down it was crazy how difficult it was to keep a like a corn cob pipe lit oh really and so we just kind of laughed at the number of matches on the floor and it's like you know what it'd be funny to do like a video or a podcast of bringing in people and talking to them and handing them a corn cob pipe and say hey I have a smoke. Figure, figure this out <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so one thing led to another and again we've had uh, myself it's uh, Dan mm-hmm. Wheeler, Craig Kinnett, and Tony Kubek. Um, and again, all of us have a little bit of background in mostly video-related stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, we just started talking. It's like, let's sit down and record some of this. So we did a few video, yep. uh, three-camera shoots, a lot of work, too much editing. Um, <laughs> but I, I think overall the content was interesting, engaging, um, yeah. slightly humorous on occasion. Um, and... And again, it's just moving forward now. We have to use some real mics and get into some good conversations <laughs> and put it out there and see what people think. Yeah. And I, I think the real people doing fun things and t- hearing other people's stories is totally something that people would listen to oh, yeah. in terms of... You know, we look at other things like hot ones. They you know, they interview and eat hot wings. You interview, tell a story, and say, "Hey, can you try and smoke this corn cob pipe?" <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> certain, certain is it is it a carcinogen? Well, yes, but we hope you don't get addicted to it. Um, <laughs> hot wings are just burn you know burn your yeah. taste buds. Burn your lungs, burn your taste buds. Yeah, little, some of those are cra- different. Some of those are crazy. I I'll admit I've seen a few, and it's like. 11 million people watched, you know, whoever eat hot wings. It's like, okay. That is a testament, I think, to the team and Sean's ability to interview. If you look at the kind of questions he asks and the amount of times that people are like, oh, that's really insightful. I've never been asked that question before. It's like, that's the kind of interviewer you want to be. And that takes time and practice so so you're a little bit more familiar with the show does he uh do quite a bit of prep work and a little q a scripted almost so to speak uh yes okay because i think he tries to take the back seat and not be a character or personality okay to let the other person shine as much as possible okay because his personality is definitely a little bit drier he's can make those jokes but i think he's much more like hey here's the research here's what you've said before in the past like what here's a leading Hmm. into this question kind of a thing interesting so i i like them and then they they set up a like a template for their show it's like Mm -hmm. the black black backdrop a table they can literally go anywhere to like accommodate for the celebrities yeah and that's where i've been curious too it's like do they set up in their garage just to make it easy for Scarlett Johansson or whoever 
rather than drive halfway across a big city to try some spicy wings. I don't know. So. I think they do rent like a soundstage or something like okay. that, but it's just like black backdrop. They don't need anything special. A table. If they need vegan wings, okay, we can go to the grocery store and get vegan wings and then yeah. cover it with hot sauce. So otherwise they have a three camera setup and mm -hmm. right, that's the it's a simple thing, but you know, interesting people and interesting hot topics is what they now here's what I yeah. find interesting and slightly potentially humorous. Yeah. What if the the same host took a complete nobody off the street? Could he make it as interesting or engaging? You're you're obviously not gonna get the twelve million hits, yeah. but I, I I think yeah, if you've got a good host, it doesn't matter if you've got Joe Blow from the the factory that comes in and tries it, you right. could make it entertaining. So Yeah. Anyway. I think you could. I think the I think everyone has a interesting story. It'd be the goal of the interviewer then at that point to be able to draw that out in an entertaining manner yeah. in a short amount of time that people would actually be able to consume. Be be entertained. I <laughs> I'm 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 a better producer than I am an interviewer, but there's I dilly dally to get to the interesting things and mm -hmm. I'll you know wander around to get there. But some people are just really good at being like, "What's your story? Get yep. to the point." I've been meaning to ask you. Your left shoe, the shoelace, is untied. What does that mean? What, what does that, that represent? <laughs> yes. I realized you wore blue today. Are you sad? What's going on in your life? Yeah, and I think and. A lot of radio shows that like are not radio shows, podcasts, and probably the hot ones. Like, there's a whole level of they have a whole team mm -hmm. d doing research yeah. and trying to figure out, come up with questions together yeah. to collaborate on. Their goal is like, okay, here's someone that's been interviewed a thousand times. How do we make an interview that's different than everyone mm -hmm. else's interview? Or is the stranger that comes off the street is like, okay, how do we pull out an interesting story from this person that we know literally nothing about? Yeah. Both a challenge in its own right. Yeah. So, and, and it's interesting you said it with our initial uh, smokescreen idea. After we shot a couple, we, we kind of toyed with the idea of having one person as kind of that producer, maybe get some topics to talk about, and definitely didn't yeah. want to get to be scripted because the four of us get along pretty well uh, regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're still in that little bit of a development phase of, you know, you can be, you can throw a good one-liner here and there, but if you can be a little bit more prepared and, and keep it topical and focused yeah. and entertaining slash humorous, you know, I don't expect a, a knee slapper <laughs> guffaw every episode or whatever, but just try to keep it light versus dark. <clears throat> yeah, keep it real. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and we <laughs> we even went so far as to have a couple of kind of like character uh, uh, impersonations show up. Love it. I can't remember what they were, but one Dan <laughs> kind of did this. I, I can't even think if it was a, like a I wouldn't say an elderly John McEnroe, but I remember he the the episode for thirty minutes he had a headband on. Oh, and okay. anyway. So a that's little a, improv comedy. Yeah, and that you know, and that's where Dan and Craig uh, have some improv background too. Love it. And, and again, the hard part is when we've talked about the show, doing it video. I, I think we could do a lot more entertaining, uh, yeah, conceptual ideas, but it takes so much more work and Absolutely. just the editing and the camera <laughs> setup. You and, need a fifth person then at yeah, that point to either edit live and be cutting between the cameras or have one of the hosts do it and then they basically stop becoming a host because they're yeah. thinking about other things right <laughs> and i thought of the live shoot two thing and uh, we didn't really have the right equipment switcher in that regard mm -hmm. so anyway we're, yeah. we'll be doing the podcast version. start with the podcast i think the People struggling to keep a corn coblet may not come across as much unless you're constantly belittling them for, oh, you still haven't had it lit yet? Come on, man. Keep it um, going. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I still, at some point, I'd like to do that with a few yeah. uh, strangers. The hard part is you don't want to be encouraging a bad habit. It's like, hey, tr <laughs> try this heroin. 
<laughs> It'll make you smile. <laughs> You'll be happy well, for a while. Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, don't mind the fentanyl. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Totally. Um, but anyway, so is yeah, there? I'm sure there's got to be non-tobacco that you could smoke I with people. Believe, right? It's like the uh, vegan versions of the wings. I have a. Uh, I, and I'm sorry, I tap the table on occasion. I'm trying to. These keep are my pretty hands. good in terms of their okay. uh, vibration nice. rejection. Okay. So, otherwise, if you put a high pass filter on it, I'm and cut kind off of around a 60. Noisy hand, kind of a person. I'll put them in my lap. Anyway, um, I have a. Hey, whatever gets you gets me the best performance as a producer. You can move your hands, get right, crazy. I'll, I'll clap on occasion. Good. Um, yeah, if you, a little kumbaya if we need to, Tom. <laughs> but I have uh, this a, table kind of is bad for it doesn't really stabilize. Yeah. So that don't. Don't blame me. Don't I have a uh, brother-in-law whose dad, I was talking to about this ill-fated, dumb idea about yeah. a, a show. And he said, uh, I think it's lamb's ear. He's like, did you ever smoke lamb's ear? And I'm like, Are you, mm. is this some weird marijuana story? Okay. But I think it's, I know it's a, a natural uh, native uh, plant. Yeah. And an indigenous people, I believe, used to smoke it either in pipe or put it into small fires and waft the smoke. Yeah. But again, I think it's a lamb's, lamb's ear, ear or something but don't like quote me on that because somebody will die. <laughs> well, Tom said it was a lamb's ear. Tom and it was, says this, I'm gonna put it in a pipe and smoke it. <laughs> it was That's the thistle. Good, yeah. But so at the end of the story, yes, I believe there are some uh, non-tobacco yeah. things, but I only try the real stuff on occasion. Yeah, that's so fair. The $3 that's crap. My, I smoke a cigar Anytime there's a wedding, okay, and that's pretty much it in terms of. And you've had 17 weddings this summer. <laughs> 15 you weren't really invited so to. So many people are getting you just, married. You just wanted to go smoke a cigar. Yeah. No, um, my wife has is like she's asthmatic, so she absolutely hates smoke. Okay. So just like any sense of it, she's just like. It's you... not so much she hates it; her body hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Which then, in result, she yeah. hates it. And then won't kiss me or be near me yeah. if anything happens. So um, avoid and, smoking. And yeah, speaking of that, uh, that's where two or three of these gentlemen also will do the cigar on very rare occasion. Yeah. Um, every other Thursday plus Tuesday mornings. No. Um, a couple times a summer. It's just. And good now to, that you're recording a podcast, it's going to be every time. And if you bulk record, that's going to be a whole <laughs> afternoon of just. That's a lot of smoking. A lot of smoking. <laughs> Uh, from the people that I've talked to, like recording more than two episodes at a time is like super draining, depending on what yeah. topics you're doing. And then conversation starts to piddle out at the end of a, um, <laughs> even with like a planned, like, hey, I brought the topics for this week or yeah. whatever. You make one person the producer. But even then, it's just like, okay, we've been recording for four hours. And yeah. And we, we did that uh, the few times that we did the video stuff. Excuse me. We did usually three episodes at a time, about a half an hour each. And, and again, tolerable because we're all friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after half of a morning or half of an afternoon, it's like, see you later. I'm <laughs> done talking stupid stories with you. Um, but, but back to smoking, yeah. a, a short little plug. We did our first three real recordings at uh, Appleton's Souvenir Cigar Shop, downtown Appleton. Yeah. Um, and Supporters so, of the Appleton Podcast Co-op, actually. They let us hang a poster in there. Okay. That's why. Cool. Small um, supporters, but still. But yeah, so we sat in the back room and, and had a cigar. I, I don't think we even had the pipes that day. It was just cigars. And, it, and here, too, just rambly side story, but if you've ever smoked a pipe and a cigar, a cigar is a hell of a lot more convenient than a pipe. A pipe, you got to Fiddle faddle with yep. the tobacco, and again, try to keep it lit. A cigar, you just puff away puff and away. Yep. get a little lip cancer on occasion. No, you don't do that. <laughs> don't do it too often. That's not that's <laughs> Cut. You can edit this, right? Cut nope. little bits and pieces off. This one gets straight, <laughs> straight through. It's right to FM I, radio right well, now. That's right. Straight to uh, APC Presents, and then out to every, all seven of our listeners. Seven. Yep. Watch out. Wow. If I can get my wife to listen, that'll be eight. Ah, score. Um, Tom's wife, thanks for listening. So you're welcome for listening and talking, too. So do you typically run this, then uh, do you do a 15-minute conversation, 20 minutes? I usually do the full hour. A full hour. Yeah. So like when Jess or some of the uh, 
other people that have been here before, mm -hmm. I just usually start recording right away and okay. go into it okay. and say, hey, here it is. Let's go have a, con have a conversation. But I never met you before. So I was like, okay. hey, let's see how see, see how he's feeling. See if this guy can if I cut, just like, cut the mustard and cut yeah, his teeth or whatever so the thing is. Cut the mustard on the mic. Well, no. what else do you want to talk about? I got plenty of time. Well, fantastic. The, As I lean on the creaky table. The creaky table. Well, I can... <clears throat> I'll do a little AI noise pass on it. It'll be there fine. The so for smokescreen, it really was just you and a couple of friends wanting to have a conversation. Is yeah. there, you know, what's your history with those friends? Like, what is why? What brought you guys together in the first place? Um, Craig is the longest friend. Great question, by the way. Uh, middle school ish. Yeah, middle school, became yep. friends up in small town Marion, about an hour from here. Um, I have a number of sisters. I think he was more interested in my sisters, and I was the gateway. <laughs> um, if I'm friends with Tom, then but, uh, I can get Cheryl. But so we've been uh, best buddies since high school. That's awesome. Um, and he still lives up in the Marion area. He's a teacher at... Uh, hmm. Boys and Girls Club art teacher. Yeah. So if you ever want to talk about comic books, oh, you're gonna talk comic books. Be with Craig. overwhelmed with Craig. Overwhelmed, sure. yes, yes, big time. And he and he's a great artist. He works on comic books with the students. Oh, that's so. Cool. They love it. Uh, in the future, I'll bring a copy. I should. There's another podcaster here, Stacy oh. Parrish, who How? does a lot of um, art scene stuff, and I know she loves. Stuff How like convenient that. here. <laughs> I really didn't plan on talking about oh, this. Oh, don't day. lie to me. But Craig just, that's Craig, scary looking guy in the cover of True Tales, and that's me. Uh, he felt compelled. Let me take a picture of that. Okay. He felt compelled to tell a story about something that happened to us uh, about a year ago after smoking cigars and having beverages downtown Appleton with friends in a reasonable fashion. Uh, we walked across College Avenue and found $340, roughly, in a wad oh. on a corner. And the dilemma was, what? I wanted to find out, let's wait, somebody just lost this money, let's find the rightful owner. Yeah. And Craig was like, it's mine, it's mine, let's take it, let's run. And uh, <laughs> little lizard brain. So he, he felt, <laughs> after the fact, he felt really bad, like, Tom, I just feel so bad that I just wanted to take that money and run. And you were the the good guy that wanted to That's try to find the rightful morals. owner. Darn and, it! Tom. And we did find the rightful owner, drug dealer. Uh, <laughs> we have, we have no idea. That's part of the thing in the comic. We have no idea <laughs> what this young man was doing with the money. Yes. Uh, might have been getting groceries for his grandma the next day. Might have been a drug dealer. Might have been a pimp. Might have <laughs> been saving up for a car repair. But he he lost. He lost a it, whole bunch of money. And, and you found it. So anyway, Craig turned it into a little uh, comic that... Uh, yes, that's fantastic. Quite interesting. Uh, I love it. It's just like, you know, he turns into a lizard. It's like, mine, mine, mine. <laughs> that's great. Uh, and uh, so that's Craig. Uh, and again, we've done a lot of video stuff. We've yeah. done uh, Wildwood Film Festival with Jason Buss over the years. Yeah. Um, but Jason's not part of this group yet. Uh, then Dan Wheeler, I met at UW Oshkosh. Cool. I went back to school later in life. Uh, so did he. Uh, six or five, six years ago, we graduated with a degree in education. Uh, Dan is also a wonderful artist. Uh, if you Teachers follow, and artists getting together, huh? Uh, if you follow, I think it's Mr. Wheeler Draws on Instagram. Oh, cool. He does some really just interesting stuff it's hard yeah. to put a finger on some some a little bit not creepy but like disturbing you know a little bit horror yeah but other Gothic stuff on occasion maybe but um okay. sometimes like a little bit of i like some of his work that he's done with like um robotic creatures yeah. in very odd like juxtaposition poses like kind of like the iron giant movie mm. like there's this giant robot and, and it looks scary child. but they're they're yeah. generally not threatening they look scary but they're not threatening yeah. they're just there and that's part of the dilemma like one i like a lot is a robot that's half submerged and a man is fishing in a boat mm. and the man obviously sees the robot there and the robot can see the man they're not battling 
it's just like, is this robot broken down and dead? Yeah. And the man, again, doesn't care. But the, that, that's The Dan. questions that come from a single drawing, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and Dan's the kind of artist that he doesn't like to tell you, well, this is what it means. He's like, well, mm. what does it mean to you? And then you screw, <laughs> you screw it up, and he's like, oh, okay, that's weird. Um, An interesting interpretation. Yeah. And then I move on. <laughs> and then uh, the other friend, Tony Kubek, I've known him for about 20 years. His four boys went to school at the same school as my son and my daughter did, so hmm. we became the, the, the typical parent friends. It's like, well, uh, these kids are yes. running all over the place together, and we're going to be friends for the day. Yeah. But then just, so his... Uh, oh, you can carpool for them. Yeah, Great. exactly. <laughs> can you pick up my kids? I've had a traffic accident. Um, but so his, um, one of his boys is best friends with my son, but mm. all the boys are kind of like friends of the family, if you will. Yeah. Um, and Tony, again, he's got some background and some voiceover work. Uh, did a lot of TV stuff up at, uh, I forget if it's Michigan, Michigan Northern Tech? Michigan, up by Marquette. Oh, okay. Uh, but he did like the radio TV film God. program and had some good experience in that type of work yeah. way back. So anyway, that's us. And again, yeah. there's me, former teacher, uh, former crappy sales rep. Uh, <laughs> used to work for Ameritech. And a couple of banks, and now I'm Bounce looking at around. doing a But a podcast. general, you know, general love for comedy, it sounds like. General love for art. Humor. And humor. Um, and when you're good at it, <laughs> and sarcastic. Yes. <laughs> um, that's not me. But yeah, so we, <laughs> so uh, self-deprecating. But yeah, so the four of us have a... Uh, a good intermingling of personalities and it's one of those like a lot of times if you have four friends that they might not be those two might not have been friends on their own mm -hmm. because they never would have met <laughs> but you bring them but together, together and you can talk about a little bit know, of everything whatever you want to talk yeah. about you know? I think that like as teachers there's all, you don't become a teacher if you A don't care about other people and B don't have a level of curiosity that I think is needed for being a podcaster yeah because there's like you need to follow your curiosity of like what's interesting you because mm -hmm. that's going to interest your audience as yeah. well so i think that, if you guys you know follow the things that are interesting to you whether that's current topics old mm -hmm. movies like the iron giant and things mm -hmm. like that i think you guys could build up an audience and like help support your art programs yeah. and other things that you're doing and let it be its own yeah. thing and and each yeah. of these uh, other three individuals i think could be successful on their own as podcasters talking about their specialty in art or sports or whatever mm -hmm. it might be so again it makes a an interesting mix and like for example tony's really big into music yeah. classic rock dan's pretty good on music uh likes to do karaoke Craig, like years ago, hardly ever listened to the radio. Like you'd mention a pop song, and he'd like, yeah. "Well, I've heard of Madonna, but don't know any what of her songs." What does she sing again? Yeah. Or any more current reference, Taylor Swift? Um, <laughs> no, you so can the, say Madonna. It's but so <laughs> you've heard of her? <laughs> I have. Um, I've heard a few songs as well. There you go. Uh, but so the four of us again, those weird intermixings. Some really knowledgeable about music. Some very aloof and not so aware yeah makes for good conversation and occasional teasing right or uh what it have would be you. fun if you all knew the same yeah. things right it's like, oh i have madonna albums too yes. you do? oh do you good. have this one yes <laughs> and the conversation is done welcome and goodbye so, um, yeah i think being different is what is going to drive the interestingness of your of your show so yeah and back to what you mentioned earlier, being a good interviewer that you are, um, the curiosity part that really does strike a chord with me because at, at my age, I find myself maybe almost more curious at times about, mm -hmm. again, people, I get along well with people, like people, um, but just sometimes like with nature, things mm -hmm. that are going on in the middle of October right now, it's like, I've never noticed that before, and yeah. why is that? And I wonder if this and that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the same thing. If you can do that with people, like I wonder why this person does that. Let's let's ask a few questions. Yeah. Don't just assume. Uh, sometimes my wife and I get very quick into the 
oh, assumption of this or that. It's like, yeah. well, we don't have a clue. We're just making things up. <laughs> Let's ask that person yes. why they... I, I, I wish I could think of something funny. It's your turn. Think of something <laughs> funny. Why they do this. Why they do what they do. I don't yeah. can't think of a example off the top of my head, but I totally get that of you you speculate of like, oh, they picked up that quarter in the parking lot because XYZ. But you know, there's a bajillion things that you could speculate yeah. and then cast your own yeah. world the yeah. world lens that you look at everything through yeah. onto them. And so coming with that question first, oh trying yeah. to understand, you know, humans are totally crazy that's why we're <laughs> so interested in like serial killers and stuff like mm -hmm. that because it's just like oh that's not how a human should act and we have that projection that we put onto everyone else of how something should act yeah. and but no one does and people are weird and that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole new topic um I, are you quite fascinated by that i don't want to say serial killer but just like that weird news stuff on occasion i don't know if uh, i'm interested in it i am not i don't necessarily love the murder okay. murderers so but i listen to a lot of non-fiction podcasts okay. of like those unique people okay um maybe it always tends to involve a crime though just because like what yeah. pushes you to do something to harm other people yeah even if it is just like stealing money or something yeah. like that, it still affects someone, right? Yeah, and the, the hard part for me is I I do watch a lot of news and don't enjoy certain aspects of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it, how would you say it, that if it wasn't, if it wasn't newsworthy, then maybe it's not that interesting. Like, oh, there's this guy in Appleton that collects different lease samples and he's been doing it for 35 years and he ain't hurting nobody yeah okay weirdo keep collecting your leaves keep, keep but if you're that. cutting the head off of somebody and throwing <laughs> it in the snowblower and trying to chop it up into little pieces yeah more people are interested in that one i'm trying to avoid that but i think those are the things that capture eyes and attention because yeah. it's graphic and it's it is completely out of the ordinary but i think the people that do collect leaves or do collect this weird thing and they've been doing it for 30 years so there's a level of interest in that as well of like what drives you to like choose that thing yeah. I, I just having I graduated college like seven years ago now and it's like up until the end of college like your life is on a path that you're like okay here's what i'm doing i've got all these people around me that automatically become my friends and then you get out of college and it's like now you have to be intentional about everything you do the hobbies that you choose yeah. the people you're around and so it's it's tough to like be human in yeah. the world and why uh, people say it uh, don't yum or don't yuck on someone's yum yeah. these days and it's like okay if they have a hobby that they love why are you yeah. hating on it so you can roast them a little bit because it is still weird but <laughs> so i know this is a podcast but i have a sample of uh leafs in my folder oh here. i wish i had like 20 oh that was a personal leaves. example tom oh i'm so sorry <laughs> no, um, but but on the flip side with the yuck and the yum yeah maybe there's a listener right now it's like well i've been collecting leaves for 40 years are they making fun of me or are they are yes. they uh, wanting me to come on the show? Saying, I'll come on the show and talk about your leaf collection. Oh, yeah. That would be, I would, I think it's fascinating though, like nature. I'm a birder myself, which I got into more over COVID, but because my senior year of high school, we finished our AP bio exam and it's like a, done a month before you actually get out of school. So you mm -hmm. just have a month to do nothing. And our teacher was like, we're going to learn about birds. Hmm. So we spent a month just learning about okay. birds. Fun fact, did you know that uh, Turtus migratorius, which is the common common robin, is found the only bird to be found on every single continent, including Antarctica? Interesting. Speaking of whatever whatever that was, robin, <laughs> North American Turtus robin or migratorius. Um, part of the birding thing is with me being off of work right now, usually October I'd be in a classroom shaking my fist at kids and yelling and screaming. <laughs> um, 
but uh, so yeah, this time of year I'm usually not in my yard to observe birds. And yeah. I'm, I'm a very minor bird enthusiast. But like a few weeks ago, there wasn't much of anything going on in the morning. Yeah. And now the past couple of days, there's been a lot of birds flipping and flapping through my yard, and I noticed quite a few robins. So I'm assuming those are robins migrating from further north. They're just They're getting south. this yep. way now. They'll be around for a few days, look for some food, and then and move along. And yeah, just like the flamingos that we had. Like yeah, that was a little month, hurricane ago? issue sweeping them up the yeah. coast. Whatever that was. But yeah, I didn't see any of those around here. But uh, but yeah, so a bunch of robins, which normally would be gone, and a, a couple other. Well, the finches are probably here to stay. The ones that are around, mm -hmm. I've seen a few finches. My dad, they live out in the country, but he got to the point where he could regularly like just shake his little seed bucket and then the chickadees would come and just really? sit on his hand like oh, wow. really fast okay. and it was like he became such good friends with them apparently and i was like dad you're snow white and he's like no i'm not i'm not a princess i'm like you're having birds fly to you from the doorways oh i don't know interesting um so do you have do you live where you could have a bird feeder do you have a couple of bird feeders set up or i will okay. so i just bought a house okay which is Surprisingly, we locked in at 7.35 okay. for our interest rate, and it's now well over that already. And so we're like, I guess we did lock in at a good time, mm. but all my coworkers are like, guess what I have? I'm like, I don't want to know. It's 2%. 2.1. Like, well, great. You had your house before COVID. I get it. Okay. <laughs> great. Uh, but I'm hoping that we'll start to actually acclimate some, some bird feeders okay. and, and whatnot. So... We, because our current apartment yelled at us for having a bird feeder on yeah. our balcony. They're like, the DNR says you cannot actually do that because really? it's unnatural feeding of the bird that they're going to not be able to find their own food source if you don't. Interesting. But I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> but um, I think the birds will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've got a couple of feeders that I've been meaning to put up soon. Yeah. Uh, last couple of years, I didn't put it out early. And then that's kind of a hindrance because then the birds don't know that the food is around. Right. come December and January, like last year in ah. particular, it's like, I don't have much for birds. It's like, oh yeah, I should have put the feeders out in October, Sooner. November. Yeah, when they're out and about and looking for it. Yeah, That makes sense. Well, I'm going to flip the table on you now. Okay. So you're new to the podcasting sphere. What podcasting questions do you have for me? Um, Any whatsoever? I know you I, talked to a couple of our other members. You've been to two other meetings, but this mm -hmm. is your first recorded one and so um nothing like generally pointed or specific but yeah. i think just hanging around they, they often say hanging around with successful people might make you a little bit more successful or however it's worth <laughs> oh, thanks for calling um, me successful but i, I just yes. want to kind of get to know people that do it yeah how to keep motivated because i'm not so much that I'm not motivated, I'm very easily distracted. So uh, yes. birds and leaves and <laughs> cigar pipes, whatever. Um, but just trying to learn how do some people get get going and mm -hmm. stay going. Yeah. And it's, it's that, that little push that so many times you hear of in the business world, again, that somebody was almost successful, they just needed to put in that 2% extra work. Yeah. So I'm looking for you guys to do that extra 2% of work for me. <laughs> No. Well, unfortunately, uh, the that is not what the co-op is here for. We're here to rally around you and help support, you okay. support. Um, we are a collaborative community, right? Uh, but, but, but so some of that, and then definitely just the nuances of, I don't want to say so much the technology, but how, how to get it yeah. marketed, lack of a better term, like how to make a good product to be proud of. Yep. Uh, monetizing would be nice. And eventually but in front of people right but who doesn't think they're gonna make a hundred thousand a year doing whatever uh, but just finding a way to make it uh, I don't want to say a standard podcast but just a <laughs> average good podcast with yeah whether it's a couple hundred listeners or 50 or a couple right. thousand just do what you got to do but that technology part of getting it on Apple and Spotify and oh, yeah. monitoring the metrics and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, three things I can tell you, and I'm sure you already know this because you read the emails, which I appreciate you. The benefits of membership, one, you can rent out this podcast equipment that we're using right now. There's mm -hmm. four microphones and a simple mixer that records to an SD card. You're actually renting it this weekend. 
which are being yeah Friday be. if it works out. Yeah. The so you can rent that out. It's only a dollar. A dollar. Basically, I just need your credit card information. So if you lose it, I can get my money back on stuff. Got it. So don't lose it. Okay. That's all. That's all I have to say there. Then the other benefit that I think might work for you is so we have. You could always use Spotify for podcasters. That's a free option for distributing. That gets you to Apple and other places as well. It will create an RSS feed for you, which is that distribution model that we current. It's an open source kind of a, a okay. way so that it's not locked down to a single place. Um, so that is a free option. The other option, which I think offers a lot better of an experience and a lot better uh, tools is to join the APC's network of, it's only $5 a month mm -hmm. and it usually is $19 a month. So okay. we're cutting that price down for you because okay. I took a, have the largest plan on it uh, for Captivate.fm. And Jess is on that plan as well. So okay. if you want to talk to her about what that looks like or talk to me, I did make a video of like how to navigate Captivate. Uh, which is unlisted on our YouTube, on my YouTube channel, but I can send that okay. to you if you want to see what it looks like on the back end. And then basically, it just needs some audio and a cover art, and then it can you can start get that feed up, submit that feed to all of the just listening platforms, okay. and then get out there. Cool. And so, I'm not the greatest for marketing, but. I have inclinations towards things, and Gary and Bob are actually really good examples mm -hmm. of marketing. Bob has been just organic consistency of he posts really short videos on a, a audio app called Swell, and okay. so he's um, garnered like hundred thousand unique listeners mm -hmm. on a regular basis. But he's been doing it every single day for a year, okay. over a year. Gary also does it every single day and uh, is very intentional about paid marketing. Mm -hmm. So those are two people that you can tap into. Yeah. I think your your entire crew that you have would be great guests on a couple other podcasts mm -hmm. in the area as well. So something that we could look yeah. into at least for some tap into the local market and then well there's a hundred thousand other podcasts yeah. out there. So hence the co op cooperative working yeah. together just like Farmers and their farming equipment and other yep. things I don't understand with the co-op, but that was kind of the inspiration for it because I'm like I drive by all these farming co-ops and okay. I know that they, it's like you pay in and then you get paid out at the end of the year based yeah. on you know the profit of the entire co-op. Yeah, and so that's certainly a model I want to work towards eventually of like maybe a small membership mm. fee that you get paid back at the end of the year. Yeah. So it's just some capital raising through membership, right? Yeah. And then you get these benefits, and then but you get paid yeah. that back at the end of the year. So, yeah. uh, but I want to keep it free and open to start, yeah. build up something first, yeah. get some people involved, and we've ebbed and flowed in, in terms of uh, engagement mm -hmm. with people and, and things like that, and people that have moved away and had podcasts or just been gotten successful in their other business and been like, nope, podcast is a no longer a thing because I'm doing well over here. And it's like, okay, great. And some people just wanted to use the podcast as a part of that their business while that business yeah. existed and that business is no they had something else to take off. Yeah. So we totally understand everything and yeah. that is is the is the way of life. So Yep, exactly. Yeah. And and the interesting thing is with podcasting, like in, in my household, my wife listens to quite a few different podcasts. Mm -hmm. I hardly ever listen to a podcast. <sighs> And it, it just really, it's kind of that speculation uh, we talked of earlier. It's like, I wonder, like, what are people listening to and why? Mm. And if you took a neighborhood of 100 people, like, how many of those people listen to a podcast? Do any of them share the same one? One of the very few that I've yeah. uh, listened to somewhat regular, uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure he's got millions of listeners, but... Uh, he's also got the clout from he's the television bit, show and clout. comedy for a long, yes, long exactly. time. So. Um, so, so anyway, it just it's like it, again, it's just it's a it's a market that I don't quite understand, even though yeah. I've lived through it blossoming over the past ten years or whatever yeah. it's been. Um, so I just want to learn a little bit more about it, and again, uh, if nothing else, have fun because the the four guys when we get together. 
Um, it's hard to get together, by the way, with yeah. a schedule, but when we get together, we have fun. Yeah. And, you know, maybe on occasion, it'll just be one of us talking into a microphone with a, a special guest. Right. But if on occasion that we can get together, three or four of us, and shoot the shit and have fun, yeah. um, that's part of part of the cooperative camaraderie, maybe, if that's what I'm looking for. It's a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that the managing any four schedules, I mean, I play D&D, and so trying to get everyone to, okay. on the same page of like, hey, we're playing this day. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. But with a podcast, I mean, you don't necessarily have to have everyone there, and I think that creates a different dynamic. I think to start, you could have try and have all four of you together and then like have and flow with it like okay. only two of you showed up or were able to make it today great okay that's a totally different dynamic yeah. between two people because you have a focused conversation like we are right now mm-hmm. versus four people where someone's got to get a joke in there and then another person's got to interject and mm-hmm. then you're all sort of trying to form this blob of a conversation right let me ask a little bit of a techno question have you ever yeah. done it where you've got a remote uh co-host or something like that that they're calling or not calling in but like how would you do that with these microphones yeah. could you easily um, tie that in and record this one you can just plug in your phone with a like, 3.5 millimeter jack okay. here on the side i don't have the bluetooth adapter um but i believe i do keep a 3.5 millimeter cable in okay. here i don't have like any apple adapters or anything okay. like that so you'd need to do that um Otherwise, you could always go on a computer, okay. and this, with a USB-C, you can record directly to it. Okay. I think record to the computer and pull off from stuff. So. So, so the way you have it set up right now, if we had a third guest that was phoning in, yep. you could plug in the phone and yes. easily talk. And you okay. would have to have headphones in at that point okay. to be able to hear them, yeah. though. So, okay. then you'd have to grab All grab right. some more headphones for it. Interesting. So. Um, yeah. You can then, you know. I can hear you just fine. <laughs> but now everyone can hear me again. So uh, this is a great little tool for recording on the go. I have a much larger one. I can record up to 16 people at once, but I wow. would not recommend. That's more for some band mixing that yeah. I do, not necessarily for, <laughs> for podcast mixing. Although I am planning to bring it for the next uh, Pods and Pints for our Wednesday night, night okay. meeting because... We usually have more than four people, and I'm going to be like, bring your own microphone, we're going to just plug in, and then see what happens. There you go. Because usually when we have more than four people, everyone's just like trying to pull a microphone here and there, like, I want to say what I need to say. And So has that worked in the past? I mean, how, how many people have you had at that? We've had seven, I think, okay. is the most. I, and it's been like, when someone needs to say something, I'll sacrifice my mic and put, okay. put it over by them, or just yell across the room <laughs> for for lack of a better term does that turn into a shit show really quick like it's really hard to oh absolutely converse because I, I just think of i don't know if it's the psychology of a conversation in a group but like if you have three people usually it's staying on that topic you get a fourth yep. person you get two little side conversations sometimes and if you get a fifth or sixth it's like oh this is two different worlds here right. we're talking ice cream cones over here and these people are talking about yeah. Mount Everest. I think that's that would definitely happen. Okay. There was like a pocket of three and a pocket of four and conversations kind of split. Generally I think they kept okay. uh, focus, okay. at least when we were recording. Okay. It was chaotic at first. I mean you can listen to that in this feed, the APC <laughs> presents. It was like I think the second or third time I brought it to pods and pints. And it was just like the first 30 seconds, <laughs> the first 15 minutes was just like, yeah. And, and having the little bit of experience of doing this with four gentlemen, yeah, it is sometimes hard because, especially nowadays, a lot of people want to talk. They're not great listeners. Yeah. Sometimes we're more talkers. And so three, four people wanting to say something and three of you have to just kind of sit there and be quiet. You don't want to have a, a dictator or a moderator point. You can talk now. You can talk now. Right. But it, it almost, with four people, sometimes it's kind of like, all right, so-and-so, you're dominating the conversation too much. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Craig. He knows <laughs> who I'm talking about because <laughs> he said it before. Um, but so, Craig, you know, relax it a little bit. As long as he's aware that you're aware. Dan and Tony are friends. They would like to talk. It's been 28 minutes of you and uh, your comic book story. No. 
Yes. Um, I, there's a, a dichotomy that you, you you guys will have to learn as co-hosts and a chemistry yeah. that you'll... Yeah. Like, you've learned how to be good friends, now learn how to be hosts. Yeah, and like exactly. Let each other be their best selves on yeah. microphone and yeah. not try and dominate. It's the, the ebb and flow of being a host together and yeah, like exactly that's great sometimes because then sometimes you may like you've been done in this conversation of like i got nothing else to say pick up the slack until i yep. can think of something else oh right? my turn to talk okay. yes <laughs> so you can cover for each other yeah, at that exactly. point especially with four people so and, and yeah and as you develop a better relationship sometimes those little like again we're a podcast but if i point to you right now it's yeah. kind of like all right you're going to take it for the next couple of minutes or right. whatever the case might be so yeah and you guys, I think you'll form your way through the, like what you want their show, the format of your show mm-hmm. to be. I think even if the, it is like, okay, we're going to banter for a little bit, then we're going to do our corn cob thing and see if the, we can keep it lit for a, a while. Yeah. Or you only talk as long as you can keep the corn cob lit. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's a three-minute episode today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> You'd be surprised how short conversations... <laughs> Would be for some of us. Uh, and again, I, I hate to say it's an art form. Again, it's not a healthy lifestyle. But again, we found it so comical at times. Like, there's 14 matches on the cement out there, and we've only been here 10 minutes. What's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And I think the you guys, there's a unique thing that happens with podcasts I think people do it with like YouTube and stuff like that as well there's just like this parasocial relationship that people form with them it's like Mm -hmm. you're on a phone call with them like there's a podcast that I listen to with improv comedians from Chicago that drops every Wednesday it's called Hey Riddle Riddle Okay. all they do is one person asks the other person riddle question a riddle and then the other two riff on it they'll do like sketch scenes in between of just like, if you've been to an improv comedy show, you know, it's like, oh, give me a word, and then we'll make a scene out of that word. But they are, the other improv comedian is like, oh, I want to see a scene with, you're a, a toaster that is got toast in it for the first time ever, and you're the person that just put that toast in them, and go, and see what happens, kind of a thing, based on the riddles that they're doing. So it's a fun conversation. I've never met these people, but I feel like, oh, those hosts, they're my friends. Right, so there's this, there's a level that, you know, there's consistency with it. They're there to comfort me every Wednesday at work, kind of a thing. Or keep I'm, me entertained. I don't know if speaking that's, of entertained, I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to think of, again, I'm more of a visual person. Yeah. But I'm thinking of a slice of bread going into the toaster for the first time, like an SNL skit, and it's just like, <gasps> man, yeah. holy shit, it's hot in here! Oh my god, is it always this hot? <laughs> hey, hey, bagel, how come you don't fit? Why? What's going on here? Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> and that's where the layer goes. And I think that's the great thing about improv comedy. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite types of comedy, I think, is improv because it's it can be so chaotic and then sometimes can create such brilliance of like, oh, how did anyone think of that in the moment? Yeah. And like we, they've crafted this huge, fun story without like any scripting or anything, and it just like it makes sense and it's yeah. fun, right? Um, so again, the name of that podcast is Hey Riddle Riddle. Yes, yeah, that's Adel Rafai, Aaron Keith, and John Patrick Cohen or JPC. They, uh, it is one of those just banter things. I think they're just like, how can we talk but like have a focus to it? Yeah, and like. One guy is like, I love riddles and lateral thinking, so let's do that. Okay. <laughs> and so I think that there's like, you've got your thing, your format that people can expect when they come every time, but mm-hmm. then just like hang out and yeah. have a good time. I'll right? have to give that a try. But I, I also wrote down the, uh, the piece of bread in a toaster for the first time. I'll send that maybe to a couple of the guys and say, hey, could we, <laughs> could we have a podcast about... And, and again, a piece of bread and toast. If, if, if again, you've got a creative uh, mindset, I can tell that. But if you think about it a little bit, you probably could get down some funny tangents. 
Um, again, like why does a bagel not generally fit very well into a toaster? And I know you can buy wider slot toasters, but why don't they just make them all wider slot toasters to begin with? Um, and, they, and don't get me started on the cutting of a bagel. Why is a bagel cut partially? Just cut the damn thing. Well, they don't want it to fall apart in the bag. I know, bag. but bread bread doesn't fall apart in the bag. But why is that? What's the physics behind the bread and the surface tension? Huh. That's things you never thought about and never will again. Never thought about. There's your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There's the podcast. Things you'll only think about while listening to this podcast. Um, I got to go home and make a bagel, I think. I'm that sounds like a good drooling plan. for my toaster. That's a good my idea. My toaster, actually speaking of, is a little bit on the fritz. It's a double. I got yep. big money. I got a double wide. Um, Four pieces of bread at if, once? If you ever wanted to. Oh, um, my gosh. Not, You're a mad now that my kids time. have moved out, um, we don't use that for capacity all that often. But anyway, <laughs> one of the dials is a little sensitive that sometimes it pops up right away, sometimes it doesn't. Yep. And it's one of these things, I don't want to start a house fire or have smoke alarms right. going off. I probably should just like, Tom, 20 bucks, get go a get a new toaster, toaster before yeah. you have a problem. But I'm the kind of guy, it's like, well, how bad will the problem be? Let's let it go another five years. It's not smoking it's, yet. It's not that much smoke, yeah. honey. It's just a little bit. Um, so maybe I'll yeah. go look for a new toaster today, but probably not. Well, that's fair <laughs> enough. You, you might as I think you'll be fine with it. Yeah, it's okay. Just keep how in the realm of toast, the last question is I got to get to work as All well. Right. How well done do you like your toast? Are you a I'm blackened a, or like I'm a, just a crisp? I'm a medium. My wife okay. does not like, she doesn't like any brown hardly. It's Ugh. like she likes it kind of soggy, like just warm bread. Ugh. How about yourself? Are you a dark kind of I a guy? I am or? a medium kind medium? of guy okay. myself. I like where just the edges just get a little crispy, but I don't like it too crunchy. Yeah. My breakfast is usually like peanut butter toast okay. with a topping, whether okay. that's jelly, honey, whatever it may be. Yeah. But that is my go-to, and I was trained by my mother, who ate peanut butter toast religiously hmm. every morning for breakfast. Interesting. And so, um, and again, my, my wandering mind now wonders, what percentage of people like it very light? How many like it in the middle and how many like dark? There's probably some statistic out there. Yeah. National Toaster Association <laughs> has this statistic that, oh, yeah, about 42% of the people like it right. medium, but there's a weird 20% that like it dark. No. Okay. Or like it completely blackened almost. Or, or something. You know, it's probably true that some people don't like toast, period. And that's okay. They only eat bread? Just plain old bread with wow. butter or peanut butter. Crazy people. It's all crazy. Anyway. Crazy people. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining Glad me to be this here. morning. Nice to meet you officially, yeah. and I look forward to um, a few more visits, hanging out with the crew, the boys yeah. and the girls, and talking stuff and um, learning how to podcast. Learn how to podcast. Journey look, that it is. Look for smoke screen to pop up on uh, online. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll try yeah. to get that thrown in and yep. go from there. Jump in the fire, jump in the lake. Just there you go. Just do it. Learn so, to swim. Thanks, Tom, for being here. Thank you for listening, dear listeners, and have a great week.